0: theaters everywhere. Actor Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your
1: engines.
2: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf.
3: Good morning, Steelers Nation. How we doing? Well, that's good. You're inside the locker room here with Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler. 412-919-1316. Those are the digits to dial. Arthur Motes, can you hear me? Nothing yet? No? Can you do me a favor? Can you try the other? So you get what I'm saying there? Let's see if that works. Uh, Moats and are in for Touch and Wolf today. We're having some issues right off the jump here, but we'll figure it out. You got me in the producer booth. You got Arthur Moats rocking and rolling. Can you hear me? Can you? Uh, wait, hold on. Now I got to make sure you got the right. Okay, can you hear me now, Parker? Yes, indeed. Let's All get right, it, man. All right, there we go. We are rocking and rolling on a game day. In for Tunchin Wolf. You guys know the drill. You want to get involved with the show uh, between now and noon, you can get on the phone lines 412-919-1316. It's it's just me back in the booth today. So remember, if you're calling in, I'm gonna put you on hold and then I'll talk to you during break. All right. So don't panic if you if you don't hear the usual Jacob answering the phone uh, back here. You can also just join us in 2020. Get involved with the show on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body52. The body. I guess uh same show, different. Time slot today, Motsy? Does that work?
4: I mean, as long as it's going to end with the same result of a victory Monday, I think that's all I care <laughs> about.
3: <laughs> no, no <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, we'll have a lot of our typical game day hijinks. Mm-hmm. We'll have all your game day fixins on the show today, Arthur uh, Motz. Motsy will give his five-star matchups uh, here in the next two hours. We will do our Steelers song I know it's it's official. Moats, I, I, is it the most polarizing thing that happens here on Steelers Nation Radio? I think so.
4: I mean, yeah, I've heard it's the equivalent to dancing on logos, man. So it's pretty and I like it. You either love it or you
2: hate it.
3: And of course, you know, uh, we will take your predictions. If you want to tweet us your score predictions, again, uh, get at us on Twitter. We will read those, and of course, we will give you our score predictions. How we think tonight is going to play out, of course, before we get out of here at high noon. But to start us off today, Arthur Motes, i got a simple question for you. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, both in Pittsburgh and and just, you know, the football, the national football fans and and media, uh, if you go bigger picture – have soured a little bit on the Steelers' chances, or maybe I should say their their status as a true Super Bowl contender, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have pointed out, okay, this is still a really good team, but maybe they're just not as great as we thought, you know, at the first half of the season. Arthur Motz, what can the Steelers do these next three weeks, these last three games to reignite that pep in our step, to make us as confident in this team as we were, you know, in week seven, week eight, week nine?
4: Well, I feel like that question is loaded.
3: I mean, Hey, you know those are the type of questions I like to ask. No,
4: in the sense of this, if we're speaking from a player's perspective, no player is going to feel as if they're not contenders on an 11-win team. We're not even fathoming that or even letting that even creep into your mind. That's more of a media or fan-based question. And from that standpoint, good luck because, I mean, some people are going to worship the Chiefs regardless of what they see, Mm. and that's always going to be the gold standard, right? And if you're not better than the Chiefs, Then you're not viewed as a Super Bowl contender. So that's why to me I say it's loaded because I'm like, well, it depends on who you're asking. Yeah, because I mean, think about just when we do our rankings, right? I mean, we both feel that the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC East, and we felt like that for a long time, even when records might have been a little bit different. But to me, that still hasn't changed at this particular point in the season. So to me, do I view the Steelers as a contender? Sure. Do I think they're better than the Chiefs today? No. So that's what I'm saying is loaded. I mean, technically, sure, there are Super Bowl contenders right now. But in the AFC, we know the team to beat is the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So until I can view them as better than the Chiefs, then I still feel like it's going to have a cap on them and not just them, but every AFC team right now.
3: If the Steelers go out these next three games, you know, and they score 30 points, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe maybe 31 tonight against the Bengals, Mm -hmm. you know, 28 against the Colts. Mm Mm-hmm thirty four against the browns, something like that. Mm-hmm. If we start to see the offense going again, are you going to and again i don't I don't want to say buy back in because you and I both we have had the Steelers ranked as a top five team in the National Correct. Football yeah. League this entire season, even with the two game uh, losing streak here and some of the concerns. But is it that simple to you that, okay, if I see the offense get going? I'll, I'll I'll be more confident in this team, or is it is it more about how they play, Arthur Motz? Is it less about what it looks like on the scoreboard and statistically and more about the in-game minutia, if that makes sense? You
4: no, know, without a doubt. um, For me, minutiae over end result anyways, but I still wouldn't change my perspective on them. I, I mean, when you're looking at these last three opponents, the Bengals, we know what that situation is going to be tonight. I mean, as long <laughs> as it goes as we think it should right. go, we know what that's right. going to look like. That's not gonna move the needle on me. I mean, seeing them score 30 after watching the Saints, I mean, after watching the Chiefs put 30 on the Saints, it's just a little bit different for me. That's 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 my biggest thing. Now, Colts, sure, I think that'll be a really good game. The Colts are still one of those weird teams where they're not great, but they're not terrible. They're kind of right in that fringe of really good. So you get that when you watch them. Even watching them yesterday against the Texans, I mean, it's the second time in a row this year where it's come down to some fluky turnover (laughs) situation in the goal line. That so
3: weird at the end of the game. Like, seriously,
4: how does that continue to happen? I don't know. So to me, I'm like, is the Colts, are they really good or are they just... Kind of good, but kind of lucky, good timing, ball bouncing the right way. That's the vibe I get from them. So I'm still not even sold on them all the way. Browns game I would love to see. Mm. I think that's going to be a good test. But the problem is when is it taking place? I mean, these next two weeks are going to dictate a lot in terms of the significance in that last game. So if the, if everything isn't lined up the way it should be, I don't even know what type of performance we're getting from either party right. in that last game. So that's why for me, regardless of how dominant they could look over these, past three, these next three games, there's still going to be issues that I personally – aren't going to feel confident that they were addressed because of the opponents that they're playing. And it's it's not a slight because, like you said, we can't dictate who's in front of you. It's just, okay, based on the people who are in front of me, I can dictate how I'm going to feel and respond to that. And that's ultimately where we're at right now.
3: Where we're at right now, the Steelers win tonight and they clinch the AFC North. Absolutely. The Browns, uh, they did beat the Giants yesterday, right? Last night on Sunday Night Mm -hmm. Football to kind of still...
4: Bro, they really have 10 wins?
3: Put a little pressure on the Steelers. I
4: know. This is crazy. Like, I don't even care about them making the playoffs or not making the playoffs. The fact that they have 10 Wins right now.
3: They've done that one other time in my life as a football Seriously, fan. yes, I'm over yeah. here like 2000, wow. 2007. Yeah, they went 10 and six. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like crazy. Hey, come on, I missed the I missed the doormat Browns here. Man, huh? what?
4: every time I'm about to take a shot, I'm like, yo, that's a 10 win team. They literally have one less win than we have right now. What is going on?
3: weird thing weird things are happening in 2020 Arthur Motes but yeah the Browns um they take care of their business last night against the Giants enough to keep the pressure on the Steelers for tonight but like Arthur Motes mentioned Steelers win tonight I mean there's potential that week 17 matchup that both teams there's not really much to play for maybe, absolutely man. maybe the difference between one seeding spot or not but that couldn't even be be a huge and, and we've factor we've already talked
4: about yeah when you're talking about the difference between maybe a third seed or a fourth seed right. versus a fifth or sixth seed it's not going to be that different especially this year where only their one seed is getting a bye right everyone's going to be playing that wild card weekend now if you're either party, you the biggest thing you would just want to make sure is that you're not the last seed because then you know what that looks like the following <laughs> week. You don't want to be that seed. <laughs> no, you do not because but, then you're going to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Exactly. But either way, I feel like neither one of us will be in that scenario just based on the amount of wins that we've accumulated right I now. Think so too. I mean, as a 10-win team from uh, Cleveland, 11-win team for us, it's not gonna be a lot of oh man you you're vying for that that seventh spot with ten wins like nah I, right. I, I don't I don't think that's gonna be the case th- this year I think
3: it's gonna be a lot of resting of yes. important guys uh, because, and rightfully so because you want to you want to, you want to freshen up going into the playoffs one and then two like if you're the Steelers what's the point of having Ben Roethlisberger back there for three hours mm-hmm. in a quote unquote pointless game mm-hmm. where you got guys like Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon trying to take his head off. What's the point of having Baker Mayfield back there for three hours against the Steelers when you got TJ Watt and Cam Hayward, who already almost took Baker Mayfield's head off the first time they played this season. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think the Steelers take care of business tonight like we all expect them to. I think there's a real chance that week 16 will kind of be the final dress rehearsal, and then week 17 we see both Cleveland and Pittsburgh rest some some bodies. But, yeah, man, that's
4: just smart
3: player and team management, and –
4: I feel like we will see more of that if circumstances continue to play. But that's the biggest thing. They're all lying on circumstances being played out the way they're supposed to. This is all relying upon the Steelers taking care of business tonight. We can't get to resting players next week and the week after that or, excuse me, resting players that fought that last week if we don't handle business tonight. That was why it was so critical that the Browns lost to the Ravens last week. Because it puts you in a position where now you can control your destiny. Now you got a chance to get ahead of this thing and really lock up something right here. So it all starts with them taking care of business tonight. Now, it's a very, very favorable situation. No Joe Burrow. Then you turn around, no Brandon Allen either. I mean, when you look at all of that, and then along with the fact no Joe Mixon, everything is pointing towards a really positive situation and scenario for this team tonight to handle that business on the road. We know playing in Cincinnati can be difficult at times, but they don't have – the personnel, like we're accustomed to right. them seeing. Right. I mean, right now they're right on. I feel like they're a lower end version of a Jacksonville. Oh At yeah. least Jacksonville, they play really good defense. And they have decent quarterback play, depending on if Ben shoots healthy or not. Good
3: running back. Correct. Yeah.
4: But but and even the receivers are they're pretty productive. In Cincinnati right now, they don't have that quarterback nothing. piece. They don't have the running game. Nope. So even though they have very talented receivers, the ability to get it to them has been lacking since Joe Burrow went down. So. With that being said, along with their defense missing players and already being undermanned coming into the season, the scenario in terms of how <laughs> they could win
3: tonight is it, few and far in between, man. I agree, because like like Moats said, we know this team's limitations coming into the season when they were completely healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there's no Joe Burrow. Now there's no Mixon. They're beat up on the offensive line. There's I mean, no... their
4: starting linebacker Logan Wilson is going to be out as well.
3: Logan Wilson's out. They traded Carlos Dunlap. Geno Atkins mm-hmm. is out. I mean, they they are just a team that is crawling towards the finish line of this season, Arthur Motes. And and hopefully the Steelers will make them look like a uh, look like a team that is that is just trying to get this thing across the finish line. Uh, Steelers come out and take care of business tonight, and then we can start getting to some of these hypothetical scenarios that Uh-oh. my that my partner Arthur Motes loves so much. <laughs> 412-919-1316. Those are the digits to dial. we got a couple people on hold here already. I'll talk to Yins during break. We'll also take your tweets uh, on the Twitter.com, at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52 The Body. Arthur Motes, I got scared here for a second because I glanced down at my computer uh-huh. to the Twitter.com, and I saw the lead trending topic in, on Twitter right now is the end of the world all, all, all in caps the end of the world uh-huh. and you know it's 2020 so i got a little scared here and i clicked on it it's just a new Katy perry song no no, no, no worries a new Katy perry song <laughs> the end of the world it is not the end of the world it's arthur promotes. it's wesley euler <gasps> filling in for craig wolfley and Yokin, getting you ready on a game day you know how to get involved and we'll get to some of your reaction on the other side. He is Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. I didn't say this at the start of the show, but you should know by now between the two of us, we have a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, and you've got uh, about an hour and 45 minutes here to do so. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler in the locker room for Tunch and Wolf. It's a little Steelers blitz in the locker room crossover on SNR and ESPN Pittsburgh.
0: You're in the locker
2: room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
3: Wesley Uller, alongside the entertainer himself, Arthur Moats. Oh, yeah, Moti. I mean, you know, the, in the locker room, they, 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 the audience thought that, you know, Tunch and Wolf were the only ones that could get down. Come on, now. With some with some 80s tunes here. If y'all know about Mr. Billy Joe, what are you doing? We're strictly 80s Joel, sir. That's it. <laughs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler in for Tunch and Wolf today. 412-919-1316. Those are the digits to dial. If you want to get involved with the show, you can also tweet us, at Wesley Euler at TheBody52. thebody 52 the Body. Let's go to uh, the phone lines here, Arthur Motes, for a little reaction in the first hour. You know what? Yeah, let's lead off with him. You know, he's, he's, he called in earlier, Arthur Motes, and right? he tried to uh, disguise his voice on the phone lines. He tried no. to He tried to trip me up and do a different voice here, but we got <laughs> CR, Steeler Nation Chicago. I mean, come on, buddy. You can run, but you can't hide.
5: What's going on, you two youngsters? CR, Steeler Nation Chicago with, Go bye. <laughs> and wait for it. Wait for it. Uh-huh.
4: It's the wild, wild west. It's the wild, wild, the wild,
5: wild west. <laughs> wild, wild west. Hey, how you two young guys doing, man?
4: Man, we living the dream over here, CR. How are you, my friend?
5: Oh, pretty good, pretty good. It's a pleasure to talk with you guys again. Uh, Most, I'm going to start out with you. Um, I've been checking you out on, on this YouTube, brother, and you... <laughs> You know, you got it going on, man. Hey, Wes, I don't know what you go. West, he here to... Wes, here's the deal. You let this dude in to, to your show. You show him a few tricks. And what he do? He go...
3: Turn out to be some sort of superstar. You know what I'm saying? I know, you know, Cr. I know it. I know it. I'm gonna look up. You know, one morning I'm just gonna look up. I'm gonna turn on the TV and Moats is gonna be on the NFL Network. No, no, no. Goodbye. No, see you later. No, I'll talk to you in a little bit. I'm just gonna look up and he's just gonna he's just gonna be off and running, baby.
4: Man, I appreciate I said, the love, not, man.
3: He's
5: not, he's not Gonna be by himself because he's gonna be in the studio. And he's gonna say, "Hey, West, bring me my coffee, please."
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Hey. It's all about who you know, Cr. I'll ride some coattails, baby. <laughs>
5: yeah. Hey, before I go any further, I gotta say, uh, hello to our inside the locker room, Baker's Dirty Dozen. Uh, we got uh, we're still in 29 states, and we're up to 88 people right now that Woo. call in on, on a regular basis or over a period of time. And um, I also gotta give you my uh, my four uh, keys to everybody that's out there listening. Uh, first of all, you got to download the iHeartRadio app on your phone. Then you got to download SNR with your and radio on that app. Download it In the Locker Room with Touch and Wolf on the SNR Radio app. And more importantly, you got to call them at nine one at four one two nine one nine one three one six. So um, hey guys, you know I'll be I'll be checking y'all out, and especially on the different shows, and then on the on the show that comes on after this here, and. Uh, you guys be doing what? I heard you the other day, and you um, you played uh, you played that song on on another on another show. The first time I heard it, was about uh, I don't know about I say about a year ago, probably a year ago. I was going someplace in my car, man, and all of a sudden you started talking. You put the song on, man, and I pulled off the street, but I couldn't get to you because I don't have I don't have the uh call it the text thing. I don't have that. <laughs> the Twitter. Uh-oh. Yeah, Twitter. I'm, I, I'm not into the Twitter. But uh, <laughs> hey, before we get into any, before we get into anything else, I gotta say, hey guys, on, on your song, you blast me out on the radio. I heard you. I heard you. Blast me out on the radio. You dog me out. And all of a sudden. All of a sudden, these our team is uh, eleven and two and I had nothing to do with that and I believe you sung the song the second time. So
3: how you gonna put that on? We me? did. Right. We did. you know it's All funny right. you bring that up CR. we got a tweet here from Adam. Okay, Adam tweets. Everyone is pointing fingers as to what is going wrong with the Steelers. I'm no different. I'm pointing mine at CR. He dissed the diss track, and now we've lost our mojo. We, we have know, lost twice in a row now. I know CR's listening now, and he needs to pray to the football gods for forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well,
0: guys,
5: you know what? I, uh, I, uh, the, the song is, is, I know. I w- if I was there with you guys, I- we'd work on that song together. It's got some potential. But uh, hey, for-, for those of you that like it, hey, go for it, man. I'm gonna you know, be- always be spent with you. I- I'm gonna tell you uh, like it is. I think you need. I think you got some flaws. I think you like the Steelers right now. You need to get the running game together.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get back to the bread and butter, right, Cr? Just do what we do well.
5: Well, no, I mean you know it- it's fun. I mean you know it's. it's- it is what it is. For those people that like it, hey, go for it, man. I mean, hey, it's just not something I'm really uh, excited about, uh, <laughs> like I am. Um, like, like I am when I'm listening to you guys. Uh, w- when you guys get serious on the radio and you get into your into your conversation, uh, you off the chair. It's just like you. Uh, well, thank you, uh, C.R. Uh, we appreciate uh, West, that, uh, Wes. When you're working with uh, some of the other guys or some of the other network shows. I'd be like, like, who's this guy? He, he sounds like like the Wild Wild West. He sounds wild You
3: know, so, <laughs> you know anyway, see, you know, hey, you, know, so you got to be able to wear all those hats, baby. You got to be able to, you got to be able to okay. make it happen.
5: All right, so so let's get down to some still of business here. Uh, first and foremost, I'm, I'm kind of left like you most. Um, you know, I'm 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 positive about the the, the team, yeah. but I do see a lot of flaws, and we're at a stage right now where we. You know, we're winning, but we're not winning uh, what they used to call smash-mouth football. Right. You know, and, so, and somebody said something the other day about, I wish the Steelers would get back to smash-mouth football. And so when I pull up, I pull up Jerome Bettis um, when, the, when the Bears came to Soldier Field in the snow and, and Bettis mm-hmm. ran over Air Locker. Mm-hmm. i pull that up as an example of smash-mouth football. So um, I'm going to listen to what you guys got to say on that comment. Go.
4: No, without a doubt, man. I think this is definitely a game where you should be able to establish the run. First off, the Bengals have struggled all season long against the run, and now they're going to be without Logan Wilson, their rookie linebacker who's been very—I mean—one of their bright spots on defense. But man, they—they just don't have enough to stop us from a running game standpoint. Now, James Conner, obviously, his availability—he's still listed as questionable. He missed a couple of days earlier in the week, so just seeing not only him get into the stadium, but what does that look like? Also, early on in the game was to take a couple of hits. But ultimately, man, I feel like this is a game where we should be able to establish that run game and get
3: back on track from there. Well. It'd help if I turned my microphone okay. on. There, I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here talking, and nothing coming out. <laughs> uh, uh, I I, uh, I no, I agree. Cr, this is the time of year, right? It's it's late December. You're getting ready to go into January. Uh, you got to be able to play now. I will say, Smash mouth football is is sexy to us here in Pittsburgh, and, and, and you know, to Steelers fans uh, across the country, obviously. But y- you got to be able to play unsexy football. Uh, to win the games that matter this time of year when you get into January. I mean, look, even the Chiefs did it, right? Even a team that... We got Mahomes throwing for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Even that team had to win games ugly on the ground in the postseason. I mean, a lot of people thought, right, the Chiefs running back, Damian Williams, uh, should, Damian Williamson should have been the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. You're right, CR. Yeah. Um. You, you need all the skill position, guys. you got to have a quarterback. All that stuff certainly matters. But when you get to this time of year, when the weather gets cold, when it's windy out, when people are banged up and bruised from all the games throughout the season, when no one's really healthy – you you you're right. You got to be able to, to punch the other guys in the mouth, control the clock and uh and establish that physicality.
5: You you, you got to play with a controlled fury, man. You you can't do stupid stuff like the guy last night. He uh he stopped the guy and then he slapped him in the face and got Yeah. The yeah, yeah. So that's, yep. that's, that's dumb stuff. But they do have to play with a controlled fury and they got to play with determination. I, I don't mean that 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 lack Uh, determination. I mean, like smash-mouth football. I mean, you know, like when you hit somebody, like, well, you can't do what the old Mel Blunt used to do because they changed the rules on him. No, uh, absolutely. That's that's, that's really got to happen, so
4: I mean, and right there, what you're speaking to is what Coach Tomlin talked about as well in terms of just being a more physical team. He talked about the Bills being the more physical yeah. team for yeah. four quarters. Yeah. That should never be the case. Were- so, yeah, what you're alluding to is exactly what we agree with as well, man, in just terms of it doesn't even have to be running the ball 60, 70 times. Not sixty seven, but just like 20, 30 times it doesn't even have to be that. But just a physical brand of football, that's what we all want to see right now, man. Yep.
5: Yeah. Yeah, our, our running game is is really, really. Uh, and I tell you, the other thing that I've, I've got some issues with, but I'm just a, a, a fan. But I got some issues with those short passes, those behind the line of scrimmage passes where they want to get short rods, short runs up before they even they, they, have, they have negative yardage before they even get to the, to the mm-hmm. line of scrimmage yeah. to be able to make positive yards. So I think that's a, a negative play. But anyway, uh, who am I? I'm not the coach. <laughs> the coach is, uh, you know, he's got it going on. So. Um, Hey, guys, I'm not going to take up a lot of time because people be dogging me out about staying on the line. I do appreciate you guys. <laughs> of you know, course. I do appreciate you guys being out here, and um, I like what you got to say. Uh, I do follow you uh, on on your own show, and I definitely follow you. Um, Thank you, CR. Like you were talking with Stan the other day, uh, uh, um, Wes.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: weren't you a Stan on radio for a, while, uh, uh, a few days ago?
3: Yep, and we're going to be on tomorrow, actually. Uh, Stan and I will be on after the Mike Tomlin press conference to do the uh, to do the – uh, Mike Tomlin press conference show wrap-up. So I'll be on with Stan tomorrow about 12, 20, as well.
5: Are, are you going to have a phone line on that
3: one? I'm not sure, CR. I'm not sure, but if we do it, uh, you know, it'll be this same number. You know where to find us. It's my first time ever yeah. filling in on that, so I'm not entirely sure how it works. I'm just going to be looking to the godfather for <laughs> guidance. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay,
5: and, and, and mostly you just all over the place, man. So I, the thing I, I like about the YouTube, I can play you back four or five times. One quick question before I, I leave you, yeah. Uh, mostly, who, who, who's his brother on there with you, man? Because he's kind of like <laughs> laid back and so cool. He's like ice water. When I see him, <laughs> I gotta put a coat on. The brother, <laughs>
4: <laughs> talk about the homie Deek, yeah. Um... He yeah. actually was my producer for um, some of my social media stuff that I was doing. And from there, man, we just kind of on a wing and a prayer was like, you know, let's just recruit a podcast, see if it, you know, see what it sounds like. And it worked out from there, man. Here we go uh, on two years now doing yep. it, man. So it's been really good, though, man. And I definitely appreciate the support.
5: Yeah. I, I, and a show I show I'm missing right now is Bud brought a buddy.
2: Yes.
4: <laughs>
2: that no was always doubt. fun, oh, hey too. guys.
5: I'm, let me back out. I, Let me back out of here, and let me put it to you this way, okay? In this house, we are diehard fans. In this house, we are very passionate. In this house, we are still a nation. In this house, we are family. Mm. Hey, in between time and in in the meantime, in between COVID-19 time,
3: 11 and (laughs) 2. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. CR, we love it as always. And just, you know, be listening in about 15 minutes. (laughs) All right? It might be a song. I don't know. But about 15 minutes, we got something for you. And then we cut them. And then we we drop the call. That's how you do it, right? That's how you do it, man. That's the power of the producer, baby. (laughs) Listen, we're going to have all your game day fixings. All right? Five Star Friday. Here we go, song. Tweets, paper. You know, well, with, technically, yeah. Can we get paper? I've got predictions. Okay, you got predictions. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a little that. different than because you know Is that's it's, a, like, a, it's like prop bets though. Uh, well, you know what? I got some time. You twist my it's, arm it's, here. It's, I got some day time. day of to,
4: day of. You get the best player prop bets the day of. You buddy, know that.
3: Can I tell you about the the weekend that I had? uh Oh. Um. So I, I got big time action. So ride you know, tonight. I, I talked to you about this, but uh, but my father tested positive for COVID this mm-hmm. past week. He's he's doing well. Very very mild symptoms. Uh, he's doing well he's he's quarantined in the basement over the weekend on saturday he's like i'm so bored all right <laughs> so what did we do we set my dad up with a foxbet account Ooh. all right he and so all day saturday months, he was juice. he was betting the nfl he was betting the college foot or the co- yeah the college football championship uh-huh. games he was betting yesterday and he had a couple really bad beats like um like Ohio State failing on the two point conversion, oh, co- no. co- cost him a bunch, and like Alabama, Florida, yes. he, he missed he missed it by one point, winning his bet. Sick. Uh, but the Bills helped him out. The shout out pa- the Packers. Sh- shout, out,
4: shout out to the Bills too, man, winning the the uh, Packers, the AFC East the too, Packers man.
3: helped him out. So he he made all these different bet, like like you know like like a dozen different bets over the weekend, mozi and he ended up on the whole, on the weekend as a whole down one dollar from where he started. What? <laughs> So he was like, you know what? It was a lot of fun for one dollar. That's how I look I was at to it. Say, I don't even know. Like, is that is that considered a good weekend? He only, only did one. You ah. had a lot of fun with it. You know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> got up the stakes a little bit. Got up the stakes. Up a little the stakes. Bit. <laughs> oh no, he was. It was funny. He was. He was making some like some decent sized bets. Okay, okay. But it just it all shook out with him being down one dollar wow. after the weekend. But we'll, yeah, we'll, we're broadcasting live from those funny. from those Fox Bet studios. We'll take a look. Uh, before we get out of here, also, James tweets at Wesley Euler at the body 52. The body. It's game day. Can the guy in charge of the bumper music play Unchained by Van Halen? I need Ooh, some energy. Okay. Uh, James, I might know the guy who's in charge of that bumper music. I heard he has really good hair. I heard he has really good hair, and I hear he could take care of that for you. Uh, before we go to break here, and we will do some singing, we'll get you really fired up on the other side. Uh, let's go back to the phone line here. Our buddy Thrash in Virginia. Is on the line. What's up, Thrash? Hey, guys, good morning.
6: Happy holidays.
3: You as well, buddy. Yes, indeed.
6: So, I got three questions for you guys this morning. Two All of them right. involve food, and one of them involves football. Do you want the food questions first, or do you want the football question first? Food! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first food question is uh, Do you guys do a Christmas Eve feast? Like, for instance, in our household, we do like seafood.
4: We're yes.
6: doing this year. We're doing crab legs this year. We're doing shrimp this year. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's the, actually, we're on the exact same theme this year. It's funny. So, literally, we already talked with the wifey man doing the crab legs, mm-hmm. scallops, shrimp. Gotta have the fixings. You know that,
3: baby. Filet mignon and lobster in the Euler household, baby. You so bougie. We bougie on Christmas (laughs) Eve. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Thrash, uh, other than Thanksgiving, I mean, Christmas Eve is like the second biggest feast in the family. You got to do it right. For sure. Yeah, same in
6: our household. And then the second food question is, uh, Christmas Day, we do a ham. Do you guys do a ham
4: or a turkey or anything on Christmas Day? Got to be a honey ham, baby. Yep, honey baked ham. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's mandatory. <laughs> it's mandatory,
3: absolutely. Right. My,
4: my kids don't even like turkey, honestly, man. It's, it's weird. They, yeah. they are like, we'll make a turkey, and they'll maybe one helping of it, tops. Yeah. Whereas the ham, man, they're going to be going you know, back,
3: back, 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 back. Thrash. You know my favorite part, too, about the Christmas Day ham? What's that? The ham omelets the day after Christmas mm. for breakfast, baby. Oh,
6: ooh, okay. So some onions. We usually do some extra ham.
3: Ooh, some ham, some
6: peppers. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We'll do like we'll do extra ham. We'll do like ham beans, green beans, and uh, potatoes all mm.
3: together. I like it. I dig it, Thrash. You are speaking our language. Yes, indeed. <laughs> all right, the football question. Before I have to run out of here right. and get some food.
6: Football question is, when is the best time to do a trick play on the way into the playoffs, during the playoffs, or in the Super Bowl?
3: Arthur Motes? Um, Well, Antoine Randall-L, I know what he would say.
4: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I'm always interested in going back and to see, like, what was the setup off of those plays? Because typically every trick play that you see in the game they've done something on tape to, like, set it up prior to. Mm. And, and that's the thing I'm always – so, for me, I at this point in the season, though, because it's only three regular season games left, I think it's a waste if you do use yeah. it now. Yeah. I, I would have loved to have used it midway point or earlier in the year. But now, yeah, I'm waiting till playoffs if I'm going to break out something for like sure. that. If for anything, sure. I'll do the window dressing for it. You know, if we're working on the next evolution to the – the Chase Claypool reverse that we keep seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the ghost motion off. I'm going to give you the fake version of it over these next weeks just to get it on tape because then that's something that other teams are going to have to prepare for. And then they're thinking it's this, and now you finally hit them with, with the mm-hmm. actual right, right. place it's supposed to be. Now you'll catch them off guard.
3: Yeah, Thresh. I-, I think my answer to that honestly would be, I mean, postseason, right? When you need it. Yeah. Like, and I know that that's maybe. Like, I a,
4: wouldn't just do it just to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's
3: maybe a little bit of a cop-out. But when I thought the the first three, quote-unquote, trick plays that came to my mind, right, were mm-hmm. Antoine Randall Aldehines Wart, Ward. That was in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Philly special, Nick Foles. That was in the Super Bowl. And the Music City miracle, the the toss back on the kickoff. No, 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 not
4: toss back. But, the forward
3: pass. The forward pass, the to forward be fair. Pass. And I forgot I got a yes. Buffalo guy in the studio yes. here, too. Put some but respect all, on it. <laughs> all, all three of those occurred in the postseason. Two of them in the Super Bowl, one in the postseason. Yeah. When the team, I, I don't know if desperately. No, now, no, no, without a doubt. Desperately, all three, all three in, of those like, scenarios. In, in all three yeah. of those scenarios, they needed those points at that time. Uh, so, yeah, Thrash, I think. Post-season, Super Bowl, definitely, but more so just, just when you need it is the right time.
6: Yeah, I agree. I I, I feel like it's one of those – I guess the only reason I asked if it was like a pre-playoff thing is like if you absolutely needed like that play to get you into sure. the playoff. Sure, sure. Was, was the scenario I was thinking of in that first situation. But, yeah, post-season and Super Bowl, and I was mainly thinking Super Bowl because you don't want to let any tricks up early and then you – you wasted it, you know, early, like you guys said, early in the season or whatever, and then it's it's out there and nobody's surprised.
3: Yeah, no, <laughs> very that's, true. That's well said. That's well, well said. And, and I'll
4: say this too: it's a difference between like your trick plays and your fakes. Meaning, hmm. like we for for special teams, you can have a fake punt pass right it's going to be the exact same thing just off a different looks but still the same concept still the same fake Whereas with some of the trick plays you start talking about double passes some of the flea flickers and things like that those are more one-off you're only going to have one of that particular play you're never going to come back to it so i think that also plays into this into yeah. this uh scenario
6: right and uh I think for the Super Bowl one, Randall, Wells, they said they practiced that one like the whole week prior to the Super Bowl and then unleashed it at the end there. <laughs> I
3: like Whenever it. Whenever you need it. I like Whenever it. Whenever you need it. Thrash, yeah. you got a prediction for us before I let you go, buddy?
6: Uh, I'd like to say it's going to be a high-scoring game, but the Steelers like to tend to yeah. make second and third stringers look like superstars. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, don't no. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a close. I'm gonna say it's a close one, but the Steelers are gonna win by at least three.
3: I dig it. I dig it. Thrash, thanks for the call, buddy. All right, but thanks, guys. See you later. You too, partner. There he goes, Thrash in Virginia. I
4: mean, Thrash isn't wrong, though. <sighs> <laughs> That's the funny thing. I mean, as much as I would like, oh no, no, uh, it's like, eh, uh, d- uh, I guess yeah. you do got a point thanks for bringing up the 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 negativity we're gonna get get the juices flowing when
3: we come back all right because we may or may not sing some songs on the other side we'll continue to get to more of your reaction and also we're about 20 minutes away from our five star matchup so we're just getting started here rolling along inside the locker room 412-919-1316 if you want to get involved with the show we got a couple guys on hold hang there sit tight we will get to you on the other side, he's Arthur Motz. I'm Wesley Euler. It's a Steelers blitz in the locker room crossover on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR.
2: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
3: Back inside the locker room, you've got Euler and Moats today instead of Tunch and Wolf. Those guys getting ready for game day as Moats and I start the penultimate to the pregame, to the pregame here, as we've done a few times this year. It's been a week. I mean... Duh, to state the obvious. It's been a weird weird year, Arthur Motes. But I'm having fun doing these, uh, you know, these sitting up in the penthouse, hanging out with the locker room crowd with the phone lines and all the fancy fixings up here. I dig it. See, anytime I get
4: to come upstairs, I just feel like, the NFL season. Sometimes I might have a game on a Monday. Might play on a Tuesday. Might catch me on a Wednesday. Then I could be out here on a Thursday. Don't play with me on Friday because you know I'll get out here on Saturday and you already know what Sunday is. So that's how I feel anytime I'm just like, oh, all right. We on Wednesday today? Okay, we have got
3: Wednesday game day. Let's get it. So we've been, uh, you know, you and I, Arthur Motes, we've been shuffling around. You know, we've been musical chairs a little bit of our time slot this year. Very true. Um, one thing that our loyal listeners know, though, is that, you know, we've got some fix-ins. we've got some benchmarks to our show. You know, we're going to do five-star matchups here in about ten minutes. Um, You know, we have Victory Mondays. We have Best of the West Wednesday. We have Professor Motes Mondays. You know, we have a lot of different benchmarks, a lot of different bells and whistles that we do on our show, Arthur Motes. One of those that is uh, highly debated here on this time slot, (laughs) on, on these airwaves, is our Here We Go song. Now, for those unfamiliar, it's a really simple concept, all right? You know the Here We Go song, right? Roger Woods, you know. We should be getting a new one of those, by the way, Arthur I was Motes. Saying, hey, you hey, he better hurry up. With, the, with the playoffs the, clinched, I mean, it, we're, it's official now, we're waiting so. for, for the new song. But, you know, in the interim these last couple years, Arthur Motes and I have been doing our own version of the Here We Go song. And what we do is we tailor the lyrics every week to the Steelers' upcoming opponent. Now, like I said, most love it, some hate it, But the results are there. The proof is in the pudding, Arthur Motes. We are 18-5. and The Pittsburgh Steelers are 18-5 and when we sing this song before the game. So, for those of you who don't know, I guess it's time for them to know. If you don't know, well, now you know. Woo! Here is our Here We Go song. Some people love it. A couple people hate it. And as Coach Tomlin would say, we do not care. Here is our Here We Go song. Cincinnati version.
4: Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Here you already know, know what it is—the official Pittsburgh Steelers this track, official Cincinnati go. Bengals Here edition. Man, got my main man Here Wesley we Eula rocking the mic. I cannot Next wait. We are gonna get out
3: through. Hey Wes, how do we start this thing out, anyways, Here man? Talk we to we me. Well, we cheer to we the Steelers, the black and the gold. Okay, what else? This town of Pittsburgh's heart and soul. The Steeler Nation has the best radio hosts. On SNR, we listen to Euler and Motes. We'll drop that worst one then. Yeah, we might have lost a game or two. It happens. ain't tripping going to bounce back like it's nothing new. Bounce back like we're on a trampoline. Coach T says to unleash in December and tonight in Cincy. We're going to make them remember. Here we go. Come on, man. Everybody know when the
4: Steelers show up in Cincinnati, it's all butt whoopers being given out, baby. We don't lose in Cincinnati. We dominate in Cincinnati. In fact, I should buy some rental property in Cincinnati because I've never lost in Cincinnati. We
3: own Cincinnati. And we own verse two. Give it to me, Wes. Here we go. Come on, boys. Now, no drops, no fumbles. Nah, nah, none of that now. Boss, carry- we'll take care of these stankin' bungles. Come on, man. They're the bungles. Let's light up Sensi like a lamp and wrap up the title of the Vision Champ. Here we go. Come on, man.
4: You know where the North belongs. You know who the king of the Norths are. You know what we do when we get in these type of closeout games, baby. Make it happen. Let's be real. We're going against Ryan Finley for crying out
3: loud. Ryan Finley. Give me last three, come on man, give me that first three. Ben's gonna get the offense back on track. Oh yeah, we right, we on the track. now. The defense is always ready to attack. Since he won't have an answer, you'll see, and we'll make him ride the escalator while we get another victory.
4: Oh yeah, just the way we like it man, ride the escalator because all of y'all are losers. I know you think you're big bingles, but you're little mini, mini, mini kittens.
2: Meow, meow, meow. So
4: soft and fluffy, so innocent, so, uh, just non-threatening. That's what you are, Cincinnati. Big gals. Giovanni Bernard. Come on, man. You still feeling the pain from what we did with you. You know what I'm saying? AJ Green. Are you really going to play those niggas? Are you going to just be in uniform but not really produce? Because you know that's what you like to do. Let's get it. Woo! go. Arthur Motz, There it is. And y'all got our leftovers. Randy Bullock was our leftover. Y'all took it. Enjoy it. We <laughs> ate the lasagna. We were tied of the lasagna. We threw the lasagna. Y'all, y'all took the lasagna.
2: Super Bowl. It's
4: our house. It's what we do. And Bobby Hart, TJ coming for
3: you. Arthur Moats. there it is. <laughs> the highly debated, never duplicated, here we go song. Here we go. <sighs> if you love it, if you hate it, if you want to chime in. 412-919-1316 on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body52. The <laughs> <Da> body. <sighs> oh, yeah, Arthur Zach
4: Mox. Taylor thinking he McVay. Phew, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. <laughs> it was all good two years ago.
3: It was all good just two years ago, they Arthur Mosk. calling you a potential QB genius
4: said <laughs> i'm looking at you with the funny i like is he the guy or not
3: yeah yeah you know, ryan ryan finley back in the fold all of a sudden huh, interesting i didn't uh i didn't see that one coming <laughs> I, I, I don't know is that the right way to put it i'm trying to uh, you know i'm having issues with the i had the mike tomlin here we go drop or, or sorry the mike tomlin we do not care drop already uh-huh. here emotes, and then it froze up on me I, uh, are you seeking comfort i tell you are, what, are you talking about the labor and not about the baby I don't know about either. <laughs> it's all it's all labor. It's all labor, no baby over here on the other side of the glass. So I'd have to get to the other side to actually know what that's all about. All right, enough with the – uh, you know, I'm just trying to do the fancy bells and whistles. We'll just – you know, we'll, we'll keep it cut and dry here. We'll keep it cut and dry. Uh, that was our five-star – that was not our five-star front. <laughs> see, look at me. I'm tr- See, I'm trying to tease it. I'm trying to get everything ready. I, I can only do some – you know, I'm a, I'm a guy. I mean, we're not the best multitaskers, mozi We're not the best multitaskers. They don't generalize us that, now. That was our – Here we go, Song, um, for uh, the Cincinnati Bengals tonight. Up next, we'll get back into the X's and O's. Arthur Moats will give you the most important matchups to watch tonight. It's a real simple concept. It's called five-star matchups. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it.
2: Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it.
3: We'll start hour number two with Moatsy's five-star matchups on the other side. We'll also get to more of your reactions. So keep the phone calls and the tweets rolling in. He's Arthur Moats. I'm Wesley Euler. We are in the locker room for a little Steelers Blitz crossover here on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR.
2: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
3: Good morning, Steelers Nation. How we feeling? Electric? Well, that's good. Me too. And it's game day on a Monday. It is game day. Hour number two in the locker room. You got Euler and Motes in for Tunch and Wolf. You'll hear those guys on the broadcast Tonight, of course, right here on ESPN Pittsburgh, your AM home of the Steelers and obviously on 102.5 WDVE as well. If you're familiar with Arthur Motz and I, well, I mean, congratulations. Welcome to the party, pal. If not, uh, you know, you just heard us do some singing there. That's one of the things that we like to do to get ready for Steelers game day. Uh, Another one, Arthur Motes, it's a real simple concept. It's our five-star matchups. It's just what are the five most important matchups that are going to determine the outcome of the Steelers game? You know, normally we do these on Friday to get ready for uh, your Sunday matchup. You know, in a typical NFL week, but we have Monday games, we have Thursday games, we got a Wednesday game this year as well. So, without further ado, we're gonna do a little Five Star Monday. We're, we're humbled and excited to be in these Five Star
4: matchups. Five Star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not gonna be us. It's a five star matchup because we're in it.
2: Five star matchup! Everybody we play is a five star matchup because we're in it. Five star Friday!
3: Hold on. Five star Monday! I'm a creature of habit, folks. Matchup number one.
4: I like how you detailed your work right there, though, man. So to start it off, man, we got to talk about Eric Ebron versus Josh Bynes and this Cincinnati Bengals linebacking core. Now, the Bengals linebackers have struggled mightily against tight ends. You go down and look at the Titans they faced this year, and all of those Titans have had a lot of success against them, not only in terms of touchdowns, but in terms of receptions and yardage allowed. This is a matchup where Eric Ebron should flourish. He's a guy that we know has a lot of potential, um, a lot of red zone scoring capabilities. And I think this is a game where he gets back on the right track, man, puts some of the drop issues behind him and really has one of those performances that reminds everyone of how good he truly is.
3: Get right game. Ebron, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how about some... Some points from the red zone for mm-hmm. Big 85. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Five Star Monday matchup number two. Now, this second matchup is very important because this is about the only way the
4: Bengals are going to have life, and it's between the Steelers' DBs. I'm talking Minka, Joe Hayden, Stephen Nelson versus T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd and AJ Green it's going to be critical that the Steelers DBs communicate at a high level and do not allow the big plays from these receivers right here this Bengals trio I mean they've been productive at times obviously that's very reliant upon or dependent upon the quarterback scenario and right now they're going to be essentially down to their third quarterback but as a whole the thing that I love from the Steelers DBs is man they have been turnover magnets they have been doing a good job all season not only Minimizing the the impact and minimizing the big play, but they've done a good job of creating turnovers. We've seen them create points as well from that. This needs to be a matchup where they continue that. This needs to be a matchup where they turn over Ryan Finley early and often, and definitely not allow these receivers to have any type of big play potential
3: tonight. I dig it, I dig it. Yeah, looking for some splash tonight from that defense. I mean, who for doesn't sure. love a little
4: splash, right? Splash. Come on now.
3: Five Star Monday. Uh, Matchup number three. Now, this is one
4: that I'm a little excited about, slightly petty with, but it's all good. (laughs) It's the battle of the kickers, baby. We got the boss. They got our old boss. That's what Randy Bullock was. It was a time of need. We needed a kicker. He came in and provided us what we needed. And since then, he's been able to make a nice little career in Cincinnati. But as we heard uh, Thrash talk about earlier today, we know that in games like this as much as we feel it should be dominated we know that sometimes it could be a little bit closer than we would like and a lot of that's going to come down to the kicking i feel like Boz has been the better kicker. It hasn't been a debate, but it's going to be important that he proves to be the better kicker tonight in the stadium. I don't care about what you've done prior to this. I need you to be that guy tonight. And especially when you think about the past two games, not against Buffalo, but obviously the week prior against Washington and how the kicking element really had an impact in a game that was a little bit tighter than we expected it yeah, to be yeah. if it's going to be a similar scenario potentially we need to make sure that boz is on the screws and he outperforms randy bullock and make it very clear why he was the one that got rewarded with the contract and why randy bullock got his walking papers
3: i dig it battle of the kickers you know when, when you're playing lesser teams arthur Moats, you can't let them uh Get any life, any breath, any momentum on special teams for sure. That's how. You, that's one of those ways you can let. And lesser let's be real. You, you miss around. a
4: field goal. You miss one or two extra points. Like that type of stuff is what gives you life. That's the yep. type of stuff that makes
3: a team feel like they can. They can hang around. They have a chance. Don't give them any hope in the margins. Don't give them any hope in the minutia. I like it. I like it. Five Star Monday, uh, matchup number four. <sighs> you talk about not giving somebody hope. Well,
4: Bobby Hart, I'm, I feel sorry for your heart because let's be real, man. You got that nightmare of a guy named TJ Watt who has owned you every single time y'all stepped in the stadium. And not only that, TJ's a little mad because T.J. didn't have the type of performance that T.J. would have liked to have had against the Buffalo Bills, and he's going to be looking to get really, really back on track in prime time in a game that is going to be huge in terms of deciding Defensive Player of the Year. That that race is getting very tight, and that window is narrowing very much. So each game for T.J. is going to be that much more critical in terms of his performances That you know, and keeping that track against guys like Aaron Donald, against guys like Xavier Howard. He's going to have to be on the screws, and I just think that we see a highly motivated, a highly productive T.J. Watt early and often.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. You know, you only get so many of these opportunities, you know, whether it's Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, to be the only game on TV. We thought T.J. would kind of ball out and, and really boost that D.P.O.Y. case on Sunday night. He did not have the game that we expected him to have. Let's go – uh, Let's go put that good resume tape together tonight and have everybody talking about T.J. Watt tomorrow morning. Good stuff there from Arthur Motes. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Five-star Monday. Jump number five.
4: Here I was trying to figure out what was this fate like. Sound I kept hearing as you turned to the microphone. I was like, oh, that's what it is. All right, I like it. (laughs) The more you can do. The more you can do. But anywho. This fifth and final matchup is very critical, man, because as we hinted to earlier in terms of making the Bengals one-dimensional offense, a part of that one-dimensional that we want to get them to is them having to rely on Giovanni Bernard and Samaji Pirine. Don't have a lot of confidence in either one of those. If you want to throw in Travion Williams, you can, but it it starts with Giovanni. And the matchup that I'm most excited about is Marcus Allen. And Avery Williamson versus Giovanni Bernard, because the way the Bengals are going to try to use Giovanni, they're going to keep him in to protect at times. I think Avery Williamson has shown enough on tape that he should be able to take advantage of that. But they also like to scat him out and get him out in the open and also have a one on one with running backs. That is what his forte has been throughout his career. That's where I look for Marcus Allen to take over. I look for Marcus Allen to be very sure in terms of his open field tackling. And I just love the energy that he plays with. You watched him on tape last week against the Bills. He flew around for that to be his first time having that type of uh, that that type of uh, expanded role as an inside linebacker. I thought he played really well, man. Didn't look like he was uh, spending too much time thinking he, like, he was more so just playing and reacting, which I thought was really good. It really uh, whole, it, it goes into his strengths in terms of him just being a, a very athletic and dynamic guy like that. And knowing that he has this background dating back to his Penn State days, you, you can see the comfort level. And I just think that that has to be on full display tonight. The, the Steelers DBs in this pass rush is going to make them – have to play their offense or run their offense through these running backs, where there's quick passes out the backfield or handing the ball off, but it's gonna have to go through them. And I just feel like, man, this is a matchup where we should win. We should excel with our inside linebackers, even with Avery Williamson and Marcus Allen, when you're going against Giovanni Bernard and Samaji P. Ryan and, like I said, Travion Williams. Joe Mixon's not walking through that door. Joe Mixon and is not walking. He is not that walking door. through that
3: door. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. You you can see that's a matchup that you think the Steelers will be able to to sink their teeth into and dominate.
4: Joe Burrow is not walking through that door. No, he is not. Brandon
3: Allen is not walking through that door. No, he is not.
4: But Ryan Finley is.
3: (laughs) And Samaja Piran is. And this ain't the Big 12 anymore, baby. Mm Mm-mm. I can say that because my school plays in the Big 12. I was about to say, this ain't W, baby. Are there notes one more time for those who might have missed it or just want to uh, double check their notes? The five five star matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers Bengals tonight. Absolutely, in Cincinnati.
4: man. Absolutely. To start it off, man, we got the get back game for Eric Ebron versus Josh Bonds and the Bengals linebackers, man. They've been very, very banged up. They're going to be without their starting middle linebacker and Logan, uh, and Logan Wilson as well. The second matchup, man, are the Steelers DBs. I'm talking Minka, Joe. Hayden, uh, Joe Hayden, uh, Joe, excuse me, Steven Nelson versus T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd and A.J. Green. The Bengals trio of wide receivers are productive. They are the only reason they're going to be able to move the ball. So it's going to be critical that the Steelers DBs are on the screws from a communication standpoint and don't allow the big play. Make them have to be methodical. Make them have to drive the ball on you because they will not be able to do that for four quarters. The third matchup, man, we got to talk about our kicking situation, man. i got to go with Chris uh, Chris Boswell versus Randy Bullock, man, the former Pittsburgh Steeler. And just understanding in a matchup like this, you do not want to give them any hope. Can't miss field goals. Have to hit on everything. But then also, this could be a potential game where they come all fired up. And obviously, we're, we don't have a lot of tape on Finley. We know from last year, but nothing as current this year. So you never know, man. You want to make sure that you're on the screws and dominant in this Uh, phase of the game. So, Boz versus Randy Bullock. Then the fourth, man, we got to talk about T.J. Watt versus Bobby Hart. T.J. has dominated this guy throughout their, you know, uh, not even short careers, but, you know. Their tenures. Their tenures (laughs) here in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I just think, and and even dating back to when Bobby played with uh, the Giants as well, I just think this is a scenario where T.J. has to take full advantage of it. I think he will. He's going to be highly motivated. And then the last one, man, we got to talk about the inside linebackers. Marcus Allen, Avery Williamson, and you can't even forget Ulysses Gilbert, who did play really well last mm-hmm. week against Buffalo as well, versus the, the the running backs for the Bengals, Giovanni Bernard, Samaji Piran, uh, Travion Williams. They're going to have to run their offense through those guys, both as running game and just the swing passes and quicker passes out the backfield. Open field tackling is going to be critical, and I just think that Avery Williamson, Marcus, and, uh, and, and Ulysses are going to excel tonight in that element of their game, man. And really, like I said, get that feeling that we all need. that You know that feeling that,
3: that, that feeling mm-hmm. on Monday where it's a victory? We, we need mm-hmm. that. It's been a while. It has been too long, Arthur. It's been Rose. a while. Too long. There it is, your five-star matchups for Steelers-Bengals tonight in Cincinnati.
2: We're, we're humbled and excited to be in these
5: five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us.
3: It is not going to be us. 412-919-1316. Those are the digits to dial. You can tweet us at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. So we'll get into more of your reaction when we return on the other side in the locker room. Steelers blitz, whatever you want to call it. We're on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR.
2: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
3: Arthur Motes and Wesley Yule are in for Tunch and Wolf today. You'll hear them tonight on the Steelers broadcast, of course, as we continue to get you ready. Arthur Motes, it's the pregame to the pregame to the penultimate to the pregame to the pregame here on ESPN Pittsburgh. And SNR. How about that?
4: Let's see what you did there.
3: You know, you got us. We lead you up until noon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got us for about another 40 minutes or so here. Plenty of time. And then we got the godfather, Stan Saverin. OG. From noon to 2. Need that. And then you got me back again from 2 to 4. Mm-hmm. And then it's at 4 o'clock, uh, Tim Benz, Rob King, Dale Lally. At 6 o'clock, Mike Prasuda. Who's else is with Pursuit? Jerry Dulac say, and, Bob on, La- and Bob Labriola. Can't we stop go. now. He's on a roll. Don't stop him. And then at 8 o'clock, of course, Billy Hillgrove, Tunch and Craig Wolfley, Missy Matthews on the call for Steelers Bengals. So if you are a Steelers junkie, if you've got black and gold running through your veins, keep it locked right here because we have got you covered all day as we get ready for Steelers Bengals tonight in Cincinnati uh, Juan our buddy Juan down in South Carolina he's been waiting on the phone lines forever what is up Juan hey
1: good morning guys how y'all doing
3: man we are
4: great over here how are you baby hey
1: doing good can't complain happy holiday to you to you guys
3: oh, I like it you as well
1: <laughs> no problem thank you um, so tonight's game, I'm ready for the game. I think I think Ben is going put put some um, things out for these guys, and I think we're gonna have a high-scoring game with our offense. I think everybody's gonna get back on track. What you guys think about that?
4: No, man. Without a doubt, man, this is definitely the game where they have to get back on the on, on the their winning ways. Yeah, and it's a very favorable matchup, man. When you look at what the Bengals are bringing in from a talent standpoint, it starts up front, starts with their quarterback as well. And both of those particular position groups, in terms of their offensive line and their quarterback play at this stage of the career, I mean, at this stage of the season, it's just not good right now, man. They they have been able to put a lot of productive performances together since Joe Burrow's went down. And, I mean, even before Joe Burrow went down, this was already a very flawed team. Yeah. So this is a game tonight where – if the Steelers, I mean, this is a game where the Steelers they they don't need to worry about who they're playing against. They need to be focused on, hey, we got to take care of us. We we got to do this. We need to come out here and execute and set the tone. This isn't a game where you're looking across and it's gonna overly motivate you or make you feel so hyped up because of oh man, it's the Bengals coming to town. It's not gonna be the same. Yeah, because we control our own destiny. We
1: don't have to worry about anything because you know, in past seasons we have to worry about. It. Looking at school boards, looking about who going to lose, who going to do this. So we control our own death and We don't have nothing to worry about. We get the win tonight. We got the AFC North. So, yeah, I agree with you guys. Hey, and also, hey, nobody can not um, talk trash about us no more. Hey, we didn't lose to 0-13
2: Jets. This dude. is true.
4: <laughs> hey, hey, and Wes, we talked about that, right? We said it's flavor of the week. We were talking about That's the Rams right. being the best team in the NFC, them in Green Bay. They turn around and sneak the joint up versus the Jets. Ooh. Come on. This is crazy. Basically yeah. basically and
3: one, what we found out is that you don't want me saying nice things about you because then the <laughs> the, the disaster's right around the corner. <laughs> hey, and also
1: Hey, Jets fans, they're pretty upset because
3: then
1: maybe they lost out on Trevor <laughs> <Yeah>, Lawrence. Seriously. I break his not with the record and everything. So not only, not only, were, Rams, Ram, right not only were
3: Rams fans sick, but Jets fans were too. That was a that was a double whammy. That was a mm-hmm. double loss yesterday, Juan. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Uh, all right, I let you guys, baby. I let you guys go to you guys, give a shout out to my little man. I'll uh, we had a banquet for football over the over the weekend.
3: He won a defensive um, MVP for the team. Let's go. Hey, shout out. I like what's that. His, what's baby. His, what's, his, what's his name, Juan? Nairs. Well, congratulations a little Nairis, man. That's awesome. That's the start of something big, baby. Absolutely. Keep it, You know, don't don't rest on your defensive player of the year trophy. Go get more. <laughs>
1: I know. I told him
3: that. <laughs> All right, Juan, thanks for the call. Good catching up with you as always, buddy. Have a good week. All right. Thank you, buddy. You too. There he goes. Juan down in South Carolina. Great stuff from him as always. And congratulations to the little man. Yeah, love it, yes, baby. Yes, indeed. That's dope. Defense I He's like a it. player of the year. Do it on the dark side. That's right. That's right. Hopefully, T.J. Watt will be getting one of those trophies wow. here in a couple of weeks. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines here, Arthur Most. we got some people that have been hanging on the line for a while. Uh, Pittsburgh is on the line down in Florida. What's up, Pittsburgh? Yo, what's up? Oh, you tell me, baby. How's the weather down there in Florida?
0: Oh, man, it's sunny and gorgeous, dude. <laughs> you jerk. I, I
3: want to go on a boat, but I'm right <laughs> in the middle of building a house, so I can't mm. do it today. There you Dang go. Dang it. There you go. Good stuff. So you know
0: what? I got another hour or two of uh, hitting nails, and then I'm going to get ready for the game.
3: There you so, go. I like it. I like it. How you feeling about tonight? Uh, and, oh, I feel great about it. I'm not worried about tonight at all. You know, I just hope the players aren't
0: are the same way that fans, you know? Yeah, we don't. If we don't kill the bungles, we got issues. Uh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> Ain't that the man, truth, brand, people, people call in. People call in and say about the brown You know what? The hell with the brow. Don't don't give no love to no freaking browns. Come on, man. Jeez. That's Why's right. Everybody getting soft around here. It's crazy, right? What is, going, crazy, on? Right? No what is brownies, going
3: on, man? No brownies. <laughs> hey. Hey, uh, Arthur
0: Motz, uh we got signed up for the cruise for next year, so we're going to be on a ship with your your you
4: there. Uh, I like it, man. I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. The cruise is yeah. always a blast, man. I'm, I'm mad that we're not going to get a 2021, but obviously with – you know, everything being how it is, yeah. 2022, man, it's going to yeah. be crazy, baby. I'm excited. Uh, Dave. yeah,
0: I've had Tunch a couple of years ago. I used to be Tunch's garbage, man. So, uh, And by the way, how's he doing? I haven't had a chance to listen to you guys in a little bit.
3: Yeah, I it, think –
0: How's he doing, okay?
3: I, I think he's hanging in there, yeah. Um, You know, he obviously uh, – I don't know if you guys have noticed, you know, Motz and I have, have been filling in a lot for them uh, on these yeah. weekday game days just because, you know, it's, it's a big ask, I think. Um, you know, for, for Tunch to be on the air for two hours in the morning and then two hours late at night as well, too. Um, so, you know, we're we're doing yeah. some things around here to kind of try and, you know, share some of that load, if you will. But, yeah, we – you know, same here. We've been kind of keeping our distance in some ways uh, because, you know, obviously just we're doing our show, they're doing their show, and we're in different studios. But even more so now with the COVID stuff, too, like the last thing that we would want to do is, you know, put Tunch at more exposure yeah, than, than, than he needs of that, to man. be. Um, but we're we're always asking Wolf about him. We're always uh, you know trying trying yeah. to uh, to yeah. get get or stay caught up with him. I should and and we think he's doing all right.
0: Okay, okay and also uh, a uh, Cr, look me up on Facebook, dude. <laughs> <laughs> find me. Uh, you gotta you gotta hook me up there. I'm always traveling around. Here nation, we go. Uh, going to going to Steeler games and that. You know. We're connecting everybody. One little piece of advice: get rid of this Twitter crap, man. Keep the phone numbers here. <laughs> you know and this Twitter. It's Twitter crap
4: for you, young, young, young well, well, people. I, I, I will I, say I, this. So so the thing is this we, we had to go to Twitter out because yeah, we, we, don't, don't we don't have phone lines yeah, in our studio. Touch and Wolf get the luxury studio so they got phone access. In our studio, that's a little yeah. bit more of a humble beginning.
3: We so, if we don't do if we don't do Twitter, I, we don't hear from anybody. We're just the two of us well, just talking to each well, other. Well,
0: you guys you guys better pick it up and nice, I so they'll give you a phone line. Come on, man. <laughs> well I'm, a, I'm sure I'm sure you can get some young guy to get the cell phone to kind of come through the studio. Everybody, it, but somebody can Everybody <laughs> Direct all, direct
3: all angry calls and comments right. to uh, to iHeart Media Management, because and, and, and Moats and I echo all of those. Pittsburgh, we appreciate exactly, it, buddy. Exactly. Uh, and, and get hey, get, get that hammering, long. get that hammering done, and uh, and get ready for game time. Thanks Mate, for calling. It's
0: an, it's, it's
3: an air gun, dude. Uh, oh, there, we there we go. There we go. Take it easy, partner. But <laughs> he wants to rip on us, young guys, for Twitter. He's out there using an air gun. all right I mean, come, come on, on. Man. Go, go back old school, man. Speaking of Twitter. Me chimes in here on Twitter. Who? Me. Who? Me. There it is. Uh, (laughs) He's got the Steelers winning a close one over the Bengals by a field goal.
2: Mm, But he's got
3: his usual three-pack of questions, Arthur Motes. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything less. Do we see the deep ball come back tonight?
4: I feel like yes, because um, dating back to the last time they played against them, Deontay Johnson tore this team up, man. They didn't have an answer for Deontay, and I think that they want to – I'm assuming they're going to want to have the slow death, right? They're not going to want to. They're not going to want to come out here and do all this pressing and ultimately allowing the Steelers to have some of the bigger plays early on. So I do think we see them play a little bit more of a passive, co- uh, excuse me, more of a passive coverage, which would entail or which in turn would open up a lot of those deep comebacks, those bang aces, the, the the deep ends and deep out routes and stuff like that. So I think we will see some of that early on. I, I could definitely see that.
3: Number two. Are you tired of all the Ben hate, or is it justified? I, see, I even hesitate to use the term Ben hate there. I, I, I... I know we're—listen, let me say this. Uh, ben, is, ben is the guy here in town. Steeler Nation rides and dies with him, I think particularly after last year and all the struggles that we saw from the offense without him and how this year started kind of a complete 180. We've got to be careful, though, Motzi. And I get it. Everybody does this with their guy. He's your guy. I don't know if Ben gets more hate than... I mean, turn on the television and read what they're, they're saying about Drew Brees or listen to what they're saying about Drew Brees and Carson Wentz and, until yesterday, Tom Brady. Like, those guys are getting dumped on way more than Ben Roethlisberger is. So... Yes, there are plenty in the national media and, you know, maybe even locally here in Pittsburgh that don't give Ben the credit that he deserves. They like to, you know, take shots at Ben when it's convenient. I do get that. I'm not denying that. But I don't think, I think sometimes too, Motsi, we do overhype the hatred and the disrespect of Ben Roethlisberger. It's out there, but there's just as many people singing his praises as there are those who are trying to detract from him.
4: I was just glad that you said it. (laughs) You know how like, I mean, you hit it right on the head though, man. Um, when it's your guy, when it's your team.
3: You got the rabbit ears. You, I mean, you notice it. L- let's be
4: real. People at people first they said we weren't talked about enough. Then it was all right, now we're talked about, but well, they're not talking about us the way we want to be talked about. All right, we don't want you to talk about us. Now we're not being talked about enough because we dropped two in a row, people asking if we're fake or not. I mean, that that's just how it goes when you when it's your team. You you feel like everything, you're you're so hyper uh in tune to it yeah yeah absolutely like that's the biggest thing to me but um in terms of ben i don't think that he's received any more criticism than he's warranted i think what has really happened was this started out low expectations and in pittsburgh people went crazy with that Mm -hmm. and that's where the whole mvp mvp Mm -hmm. mvp vegas jumps on it a little bit and from there it kind of got out of control And, and I mean, we've both talked about that at times in terms of his play versus some of these other guys plays. But people weren't trying to hear that. And now that we're seeing it kind of level down in terms of him not playing at a crazy level, still playing at a good level, but not crazy. And then you factor in two losses. Well, now he's receiving a little bit more criticism. And then on top of that. He's not only receiving the criticism for the two losses, but he's receiving the criticism almost as uh, as it was owed from everybody hyping it up so much early on in the season as well. So to me, I think it's the perfect storm of all of that taking place. But I mean, if you just pull yourself out of the Pittsburgh scenario and and, and from that viewpoint, you'll see that. I mean it's nowhere near with some of these other like you said, yes. man. Carson Wentz, that's 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 a lot. When you talk about Drew Woo! Brees, that's a lot. Woo! We could go down the list of these different courts. Jared Groff, I mean, up until three weeks ago, it was <laughs> he was getting a lot. Like
6: yeah.
4: that that's the only it's it's very we, we can point around and, and mm-hmm. say, no, no, no. This
3: is what you think Ben mm-hmm. is. Ben's not getting nowhere near that. No. Yeah, it's no. not even close. Not even not even close. Yeah. And so, again, like Moat said, I get we've got the rabbit ears with our guy and particularly how the beginning of the year started. Um, but if you, if you could take a step back, that's – honestly, it's, it's part of why they get paid so much money. That is the nature of the quarterback position as well too. You know, it's I mean, look, people did it for years with Aaron Rodgers. It's come back around full circle the mm-hmm. the last two years of everybody singing Aaron Rodgers praises. But let's not forget two, three years ago when Mike McCarthy was still in Green Bay mm-hmm. and, and, and the Packers had plateaued. Everybody saying, oh, is Aaron Rodgers really so great? Is Aaron Rodgers really that good? No, he's not nearly if, as good as Tom he, Brady. and Peyton Manning. Good. If he was as good as Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, why haven't the Packers been back to another Super Bowl? All right. If Aaron Rodgers can get his name dragged through the mud like that. Everybody can, and I know yeah. that Ben is more accomplished than Aaron Rodgers, but in terms of team accolades, oh. Uh, oh, okay. Aaron has the individual accolades, so I guess you could say on level, on level, you know, Ben's, Ben's got the, the two more Super Bowl appearances and the extra ring, Aaron's got the individual awards, but if Aaron Rodgers, who until Patrick Mahomes was the most talented quarterback I've ever seen in my life, if that guy can get dragged through the mud. Anybody can get dragged. Mozi, it's happened to Tom Brady, the Everyone guy that everybody it. calls the GOAT. Without it out. The last few weeks, they've been saying he's the reason why the Buccaneers have been struggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, like— Right, wrong, or indifferent. Right, they, wrong, they or indifferent. Him. That's how it is with the quarterback. You get too much credit when things are going well. You get too much blame when things aren't going well. Finally, from me, what's on your Christmas wish list? <laughs> to be able to go to concerts and sporting events in 2021—
4: See, I don't, I don't mind that because I'm a homebody. You know, I ain't tripping. <laughs> uh, Christmas wish list.
3: No, mine's like the oldest, the oldest dad thing ever. I, I've gotten really into my own personal office this year. You know, I could tell that. <laughs> I could tell that we've been faced with a quarantine, and I can tell that I'm almost thirty years old because okay. I, I, love my little office space now. Um, so I asked for a, a new office chair and a new desktop monitor. You know, like an external monitor for, yeah. for, for for my little office space, my little workspace. I like it. Hashtag See, old. I'm not. I'm not that uh, invested in work either. So, uh,
4: <laughs> I guess for me, if I had to make a wish, it would just be that. Uh, you know, we all stay healthy, baby. Just stay there healthy. I don't have a lot that I need. I, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying
3: life. You know, uh, I, I feel like in all three phases everything is good Just my way healthy my wish is for <laughs> my wishes for arthur moats and i to go big time in 2021 there we go that's the you know get, a, get a studio that has phone lines consistently working a yes producer yes and, you know man, that's what I, i'm talking I, I, about i do like that that's I, what i'm talking about I, I like about. that a lot i i, I second that wish <laughs> uh let's go back to the phone lines here before we go to break again we got danny in long island is on the line what's up danny
7: Hey, good morning, guys. I'm listening to all the uh, conversations and I'm watching all these other teams getting ready for the playoffs and taking care of business in a big way. And what I want the Steelers to do tonight is bury this team because this team needs to be buried because the Steelers, if they're trying to have any hope in the playoffs, they have to get this right. And as far as Ben's concerned. He's the only element of the offensive line, of the offense that I can see Mm -hmm. at this point, that's functioning at a high level. It's all him. Because our wide receivers don't get separation except for Deontay. That's why they they can't bench Deontay no matter how many balls he drops. He's the only one that gets free. Mm -hmm. The the running backs are hurt and non-existent. The offensive line is obviously taking a step back. Ben is the only one that's keeping this offense, in. well, they're not moving. So when people are criticizing Ben, I don't know if they know what they're looking at. And It's funny because did, did, I don't want to see. Four, can we, first of all, can we not go three and out in the first series? I mean, can we get down <laughs> Can we not. Uh, I, and when you get to 14 to nothing, Steelers, please don't start running the ball like you're just trying to kill the clock. I've watched the Patriots <laughs> for 20 years. It'd be 35 to nothing. As a matter of fact, I watched Monday night. I watched Allen with a 28 to 3 lead or whatever come out, first play of the half, throw a bomb. Just keep yep. attacking, keep attacking, bury this team. Because when I look at the quarterback play in the AFC and the offensive uh, crews that people have and the talent and we are so far the worst of the teams making the playoffs the worst offense and the worst imaginative and it's that i don't have any i don't don't have any hope because we have the best defense but our offense if they could just be merely above the above the grade or whatever Hmm. mike likes to say above the line yeah And let me ask you a question. Today, there's an article that comes out that says Ben reiterates that he wants to play in 2021. Now, I don't know if that was strategically dropped by Ben's people, maybe he people. But there are a bunch of free agent quarterbacks that are going to come out. Now, the Steelers and the Patriots and even now Indianapolis, they're looking at being in the abyss in the AFC because you're looking at 10 high-quality quarterbacks minimum, probably more, in the next six or seven years. So the Steelers, if they don't get their hands on a quarterback quickly, now I watched Mariota the other day play unbelievable. Is, is any of these guys be willing to sit a year behind Ben? Or do you have to say to Ben, just like the pay, just like the uh, the, uh, the the, the Chargers did with uh, Ryan Rivers, saying, "Listen, we have to make a move. If we can get Mariota for ten years, we have to sir, We we can't have you for one more year. I mean, at some point you." Ha- Will they make that decision? If, if, if Wentz is available, wants to come to Pittsburgh, doesn't want to city year. I don't want to hear about the guy from the Jets. He stinks. But Matt, <laughs> Marietta, that guy, he was unbelievable the other night. He came in like he was a full-time quarterback, dropping dimes all over the field, running with, a, with power, running, playing, running. That's the quarterback you need to compete in this NFL. And Ben is going to the Hall of Fame. He gave us a lot of wins. He's still playing at a high level. But... Do you cut him for – I mean, do you, do, you, do, you, do you take one more year of Ben to lose 10 years of Mariota? Because the Steelers are never going to get a quarterback in the draft. It's never going to happen.
3: Um, two things with that, Danny. Uh, two things that I think of immediately. The first one is the salary cap situation. Uh, even if the Steelers cut ties with Ben Roethlisberger, they would still be on the hook for a big salary cap number next year which would really hurt their chances to go out and pay another quarterback. Even if it is a Mariota or a guy who might not command top-tier money, he's still going to uh, make a heck of a lot more than, than you know somebody who is is a rookie or obviously a Mason Rudolph type well, or anything could, like yeah. that.
7: Couldn't you give the, that guy a guaranteed contract and wait more on the second year?
3: Um, I'm sure you could. Yeah, I'm sure there's, there's – there, you know, we all know that there's ways to kick those salary cap concerns. You can kind of kick that can down the road. But the second thing – Danny, that I thought of as you were talking about that. And and you make a lot of points, obviously. Uh, but the Steelers are just never going to consider that. Uh, Mr. Rooney, Kevin Colbert, right or wrong? And, and, and you know, you and I, and, and, and I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Steelers fans, we could sit here and scream and yell at each other about how they need to move on from Ben. He needs to be back next year. Whatever you might feel about that. The Steelers have had two quarterbacks in their history that you can label as franchise quarterbacks. They've been around a long time. They've had a lot of success, a lot of dark days before that success as well, too. Ben Roethlisberger is one of two guys in the entire – what is it? Uh, 1933 was when the franchise was founded. So in the entire almost 90-year history of the Steelers franchise, two guys have stood on that podium with a trophy, and it's Terry and it's Ben, and, and they are fiercely loyal to number seven fiercely loyal through the elbow surgery I've talked about this a lot right last year your franchise quarterback at age 37 needs major elbow surgery 6 quarters into the season danny and what did the steelers do they they doubled down on his future when a lot of teams would have punted when a lot of teams would have said okay this is the year we're going to get a high draft pick we're going to trade off some assets we're going to start to rebuild we're going to get another quarterback the Steelers went and traded their first round pick for the first time since the Beatles were on tour to get Minka Fitzpatrick. They invested in Eric Ebron. They believed in Ben Roethlisberger coming off of major elbow surgery at age 37. That's not going to stop. They are going to ride with number seven. Right or wrong? Again, that's that's not my point here. Right or wrong? We can agree or disagree with that. But Mr. Rooney, Mr. Colbert, the Steelers organization, they are too loyal to Ben Roethlisberger. Number seven will be under center for the Pittsburgh Steelers until he decides he no longer Wants to be
7: well. I, like I said, and, and I don't think there's anyone going to come in next year to be better than Roethlisberger. I think he still. This man led the AFC in passing two years ago before he got hurt. I'm just saying, would it be worth one more year of Ben again, and, hmm. and to lose these other guys for the next ten? Because if you look at these quarterbacks, I don't think you're having a dynasty coming out of the AFC for the next ten years because the quarterback play is going to be so intense that I, just getting out of, just getting out of our division is going to be a miracle. Yeah. And then you look in the AFC West. You look in the AFC East now. Funny because the only team that's not going to have a quarterback is the Patriots. Well, have, that's going to be great for the next thirty. I can't. Oh please, I can't wait for the next thirty years. For those fans—they've had entirely too much joy. They need a couple of seasons of two and fourteen. That's what they need.
3: Oh, don't but, worry. They're getting their Celtics and their Red Sox gear back out. That Patriots gear that they bought in the last decade—you know—they'll they'll be shoving it in the back of the closet here, Danny. <laughs> let, me,
7: let me ask you a question. I know the what I know the. I know the uh, James Conner, he's not coming back. He's they need they need to get a high quality running back. You know how much I, I was just uh, the guy on the ra- Ravens, their third string running back, who's better than anybody we have. Uh, Dobbins what, or uh, Gus Edwards. You know, Keep going, Gus Edwards. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. He's getting paid this year. He's a free agent. He's he's ha- you have to get a top notch running back in here. We can't live with these mediocre guys. They have to. He's their third string running back. He's better than anybody we have. You look around the league. The offensive teams these put together. The Chiefs have running backs stacked up on top of each other. Now they're gonna have Le'Veon Bell. By the way, how about that? You- I just I just think we have to upgrade all the talent on offense and yep. skill positions. And there's a lot of work to do. So even if you have Ben coming back one more year, can you? You do all that work in one year? I don't know. Yeah. So if Ben doesn't come back and you get a quarterback, then you can build around him and have a, have a team for the next 10 years that can compete in this NFC North because it's going to be brutal.
3: It's a lot of questions, Danny, certainly, and, and a lot that we'll get into in the offseason, obviously, more so when, when all of this we kind of see how this shakes out. But I will i will say this, and we're, we're up against a break here, so i got to let you go, but I will say this. I think the Steelers will have a new running back next year. <laughs> I, I mean, agree. Number yeah. seven, number seven will be under center, but I think whoever's toting the rock in the backfield will be a, a new face. Great stuff, Danny. We appreciate it. Uh- yeah, a lot to ponder there. But I like say, I said, Danny had that good stuff yeah, right there. Yeah, a lot man. to Danny ponder there. But good,
4: good, high quality I stuff. I think
3: a, a lot of that, too, we just we got to see how the end of this season plays out first. And when we pick our heads up, right, uh, what free agency looks like, what the draft looks like, you know, a few months from now. But we are focusing on the Cincinnati Bengals when we return for the final segment. We'll give you our predictions and maybe even sing a song. Sound about right? It's Steelers Blitz <laughs> in the locker room on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR.
5: Let me tell you about a place somewhere up in New York way where the people are so gay
0: twisting the night away.
2: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
3: Euler Remote's final segment before we turn things over to Stan Saverin. I'll be back at 2 o'clock. The... Pre-game to the pre-game to the penultimate to the pre-game rolls along. Arthur Motz, I can only think of one uh, good way to get out of here. On a game day. Mm -hmm. As we're staring down what now? A little over eight hours until kickoff. And the only thing I know to do here is sing some songs. That's all I want to hear right now. All right. songs being sung. Well, one last time. You might love it, you might hate it, but you're going to learn today. It's our Here We Go song, Cincinnati edition.
4: Here we go. Yeah. Baby, it's time for that here official Pittsburgh Steelers diss track. Here we go, Cincinnati Bengals here edition. And you know we can't wait Steelers. to hear my man Wesley Euler drop that on go. them being gals. But anywho, how do we sing this song? Here, talk to me a little bit.
3: Yeah, we we cheer the Steelers, the Steelers. black and the gold. Okay, and, and, and what else? This town of Pittsburgh's heart and soul. Oh, okay, this is heart and soul. Is there anything else though? Yeah, we know the Steeler Nation has the best radio hosts. Oh, no, that's not All even a debate. All we do is listen to Euler and Motes. All right, I like that. Well, well, give me the good stuff now, okay? Give me the diss track. Yeah, we might have lost a game or two. It happens. Go. Gonna bounce back like it's nothing new. I cannot wait. Coach T says to unleash in December and tonight. In Cincy, we're gonna we go. make them remember. Here we go.
4: Cincinnati knows how we do every time we come into town. Man, when is the last time they've had success against us? They can't have success against us. The fact they're gonna have Ryan Finley out here. Ryan Finley still having nightmares from the last time we played against these guys. But anywho, verse 2, West, take me there baby.
3: Come on, boys. No drops, no fumbles. None of that. We need ball security. Just take care of these stinking bungles, please. Time to light up Cincy like a lamp and wrap up the title of the vision champ.
4: Here we go. Come on, man. It's a T-shirt and hat game, baby. And you know what we do in those games. We take full advantage. Now, let's be real about this thing, man. They got the fake Sean McVay, Zach Taylor. He used to be cool, but it's over. Coach Tomlin, what you going to do?
3: Woo! Go. Ben's going to get the offense back on track. Still, their defense always ready to attack. <sighs> Since he's got no answer, there you'll see. Make him ride the escalator as we get another victory. Oh, victory! That's what we're going for, baby. Come on,
4: Bengals little kitty cats. Y'all never been big and bad. I mean, let's be real. A bingo's not even running things in the jungle. I mean, like, at least be like, like a, uh, I don't know, a lion. Something real.
2: I'm just a bingo. I'm a little bingo. I'm so cute. I'm so, so cuddly.
4: We get you as a stuffed animal, man. That's what we'll do. You're stuffed animal with my daughters. That's how I feel about you Cincinnati guys. Get them out of here. Come on, man. What are y'all good for? Ride the Escaloosa. Y'all most famous person is a crying Twitter lady. Crying lady in the stands.
3: That's all y'all good for. So cry, cry, cry. Cry me a river. You know the biggest insult to Cincinnati? What's that? I mean, you're basically just located in Kentucky. I mean, they basically are, though. No, I mean, like, they re- seriously, they, really they, they, they basically are. <laughs> Arthur Motes, there it is. Our Here We Go song, Cincinnati. Third
4: best team in Ohio, but behind the Browns in Ohio State. What are we talking about hey, here? You bro? know what?
3: Fourth best team in Ohio. Who else we got in Ohio? The Browns, uh-huh. Ohio State, uh-huh. and the Cincinnati Bearcats. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely like right. Seventh in the country, Dude, aren't Dude, I mean, they, they
4: got robbed. They should have been in the, in the, uh, the college football playoffs.
3: <laughs> I mean, they might be able to beat the, the, the NFL team in town.
4: Wait a minute.
3: <laughs> Arthur Motes, before we get out of here, you know what's only right? Uh oh. Prediction time. Uh oh. What you thinking? Tonight, Steelers, Bengals, in Cincinnati.
4: I'm nervous about my score prediction. Okay. Only
3: because I'm afraid my score might be too low for the Steelers. Give me Steelers (laughs) 24 to 6. Ooh, we're close. We're close, Arthur Motes. I'm with you, too. I'm only afraid here that I think it might Uh, not uh, even be this
2: close. I might be doing them a
4: disservice. Uh,
3: But I got 24-10, Steelers. Mm Mm-hmm. 24-10. 24-10. to 10, I think the Steelers win comfortably. Arthur Motes, I think we get a non-offensive touchdown from the Steelers as well. Defense or special teams chips in, chips in with some points as well, too, tonight. I don't know why. Just got a feeling. I like it. I, also I like a, it. I also got a feeling Stan Saverin is coming up next, so that'll do it for us today. I'm not sure. We might be. The schedule's all wonky this week, so you it might is. be hearing and from— And technically, it's a game day
4: today, right. too, so you never even know You might right
3: be now. hearing from Motes and I later on in the week as we go forward. I'm not sure, but as always, uh, you know where to find us. It's on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.